Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Lizzie, and this is another solo intro. Because of the holiday weekend, it got a little bit weird and messed up with a lot of our scheduling. But do not fear, we did do some content just for you. So in this episode, we are going to be discussing a little bit about the discourse that has been happening over on Twitter, and I'm also assuming on TikTok, about Scene Queen and tx2 i'm pretty sure you've heard scene queen we have played her on our twitch stream i've seen her a few times and i know we have a lot of homies who are into her music tx2 you probably have seen him on tiktok and everybody absolutely slaughtering him in the qrts and we give you our little thoughts on that our little two cents But before we get on into it, we just want to remind you to go and follow us on all of our socials at X Emo Social Club X on TikTok and on Twitter and at Emo Social Club on Instagram. For our Chicagoland homies, we are going to be doing the last Emo Night LA this weekend on December 1st of the year. So come on out, grab tickets. We're super stoked for it and we're going to be excited to see you there. But I'm not going to keep you guys any longer here is our spicy takes, in a way, about Scene Queen and TX2 discourse. Hello, we're here. Um, We're thriving. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, there was a little bit of drama recently in the last couple weeks, few weeks, the time this video is out. Yeah, like a little bit. Yeah, uh, we, uh, we were just on Twitter. We were on Twitter.com, that's the only name for the website. There is no other yeah, name. No other name actually exists for it. So I don't know why people are saying that it's something else. Everyone's Weird. like X, and I was like, X what? X website? Like, XYZ? What do you mean? XYZ, examine your privilege. Um, <laughs> Elon Musk. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, we were, uh, we, were, we, were, we were scrolling through, and there was a, a rock sound, uh, a, you know, fellow fellow news fellow music yeah. uh, uh people you know we were sitting right next to him at, at when we were young yeah, they were, we were really right chill, there they we were like really hey very nice. up, you know guys guys being dudes uh so you know friends of ours friends of the pod rocks <laughs> we are really like i mean this is how we manifest right yeah that's they were there they looked like they were nice but every we were all yeah. everyone was busy we didn't actually be like hey it's us we're yeah. Like, hey. yeah yeah we didn't talk to them but uh shout out rock sound uh rock sound announced their awards of 2023 uh, I think this is an interesting uh, little like five name list, uh, and I—I I mean, obviously, I—I I, I don't feel much of anything for this because I'm like, yeah, of course, you've been talking about these bands all year. Like these bands have just been very 2023 coded. Uh, best British artist, Sleep Token. Best international artist, Bad Omens. Breakthrough artist, Scene Queen. Best live act, Ice Nine Kills, and Hall of Fame, Evanescence. I don't know what what these are for Rock Sound, like if they release like, just as an issue. Or if this was like a poll thing or anything yeah. like that. Like that was my, what I wondered. I mean, there might have been a poll and we just didn't pay attention and, to yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't see it. Um, But I will say these are, all of these artists, with the exception I will say is Scene Queen. I haven't heard Scene Queen on like radio. All of these mm. artists have been trending this past year on the now, hard and active rock charts. Now, I don't know. UK is 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 obviously different yeah. than the US. There's a lot more heavy music that goes on in the UK. The uh 
the UK also, tends to like hard music they more. They have less censorship too True. with what can be let on air besides yeah. what we have over here. So. Yeah. Uh, so so there's certainly more of more of a rock audience in the UK, uh, and so I think that's that's part of the reason why. Uh, you can open it up to more artists like Sleep Token, Bad Omen, Scene Queen, which we, uh, as in our scene, know that they've had a fucking wild year. Yeah. It's a crazy year. And obviously, Evanescence deserves every award that they get because Evanescence is one of the greatest bands of all time. Correct. And uh, no argument there. But um, so so this list just came out. You know, I, it came through my feed. I'm like, this is cool, whatever. I love Sleep Token. Bad Omens is good. I've seen Scene Queen. Actually, I haven't seen Scene Queen. No, I I've, realize. Seen, I've seen Scene Queen. I realize twice. I have not, but I've been listening to them for a while. And uh, we did a video. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's a little like recap video on our on our YouTube channel of of her, one of her small shows here, which you know that's probably the smallest. That was up to you. Yeah, probably the smallest venue she'll have ever played in in you know in Chicago. That was her first Chicago bigger. show, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Because the next time she came, she played with she opened up for Set It Off. I wasn't able mm-hmm. to make that show, and then the next time she was here at Bottom Lounge. Yep. So she's headlining now. She's doing well. You know the rock sound uh, the rock sound bump in her numbers. Um, but, you know, it just kind of was like, oh, that's cool, whatever. Uh, here's a little uh, scene of that with congratulations to Scene Queen, Rock Sounds Breakthrough Artist of 2023, uh, just sort of celebrating Scene Queen. Uh, if you don't know Scene Queen's music, uh, Scene Queen is, uh, you can see over here on the right, Bimbo Core. Yes. <laughs> um, it's very women-focused, very women-forward in a heavy music scene. There are breakdowns, there's... I would I would argue it's a little bit like uh, uh, treading in the path that uh, Broken Side and Millionaires kind of set many years ago. Yeah, it's very much so. The big thing is the Scene Queen kind of came out with this whole like bimbo core phase like during COVID, where if you guys like are on TikTok and you watch like Chrissy Chapelka, she's kind of like the bigger bimbo, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Um, very just, Barbie. Yeah, influenced. very Barbie because the uh, essence of basically bimbo core is what I seen on like different tiktoks explaining it because obviously when you see that a lot of people are like what why are you talking about it it's not necessarily always seen as a positive thing but it's about just basically being like um like yourself primarily as a non-male individual to be like confident and sexy and like have ownership over yourself um and to kind of like just be that strong independent person and i feel like just because the general public isn't always on like TikTok or are aware of these different trends or things that have come out recently, especially in like the alternative music industry um, scene. When you see that and you have all these people who sure may, they may be chronically online, but they're not chronically <laughs> online on these sides of the internet for one reason or another. So when they see scene queen, when they see the music videos she does have, when they see her interacting with people on Twitter they're going to have some type of like feeling about it, mm-hmm. but it's really not this like blown out thing. And even if it is a blown out thing of, oh, she's sexualizing herself and like all these other things, or she, I think she's vulgar. It's like, hey, homie, I know you listened to Broken Side and Hollywood and Dead in 2014. No one did. <laughs> but it's, that's the the music. That's the, the, the genre. That's the style. That is what it is. It, is attention grabbing. It's it's like any music that's come before it where it's like this is almost purposefully aggressively unlistenable or weird or like jarring because that's why you're listening to it. Like that's what gets you interested in it in the first place. So 
Uh, I think Scene Queen is one of many in a long line of people who are making a little bit of like interesting, jarring music in order to gravitate towards an audience. And also, in her case, uh, being more women forward, women focused mm -hmm. and and doing that unapologetically. Uh, so I will say personally, like I've listened to a bunch of Scene Queen songs. I like some of it. Some of it's not really for me. And that's okay. I'm a cisgender heterosexual white man. <laughs> it's probably not for me. I was and that's say, you're okay. not the target audience. I'm not the target audience. And you know what? I kind of like that Scene Queen does create music that is specifically for a targeted audience. Uh, I think that a lot of people should be less worried about making music for a wide audience and just say, this is what I want to make. This is the audience I want it to be for. And I don't care if that's, I mean, obviously making, making music for women in the hard music scene is not a small audience by any stretch. Right. But like, obviously there are not a lot of bands. There are not a lot of artists that are making music specifically focused towards women by women. It is primarily men like Bad Omens that are making music that women just happen oh, to yeah. really like looking at, at fucking Noah and being like, that Bad Omens is for Noah? me. <laughs> fucking Noah. Dude, like I get it. If you if you are a band of like four dudes that are all good looking and you dress well and you got that style, like and obviously you got that women music are coming too. in. You're just like, yeah. Uh, so so Scene Queen does that as a woman. So I think uh, that's why when this came out, some people were were a little bit less than enthused that Scene Queen was getting attention from uh, a publication, a magazine. Uh, this is from uh, Josh Allen, uh, someone on on Twitter. Who posted this? Uh, I think this kind of sums up what a lot of people were probably thinking, and so this this got a little bit of attention on the Twitter website. Uh, got bored in the long Whataburger drive-through line and did a deep dive into whoever this is, and I want to blank blank myself. This shit is absolute ass. Her lyrics are awful, and the music is actually unlistenable. Y'all really just make anyone famous, huh? Lamau in all caps. L M A O. Lamau in all caps. Mm, I don't like how you're saying it like that. I don't like anything that he said. I mean, fair. Like, I read this and uh, I'll cut that out. Yeah. I don't like said. anything they said. Uh, I read this and I read it as someone who is just trying to be mean on the internet for, for credit, for, for points. Yeah. I feel like, so this is one thing. They had a lot of their things got QRT'd and mm. commented on. And obviously, with social media, if you QRT or you see enough of things that are similar to your preferences that you look through for like, any updates or social accounts, you're going to probably see this. And it's spawned so many other conversations and people to also say similar things. And unfortunately, it ended up getting pretty misogynistic in some other comments that I saw, at least. Yeah, people just pile on. Um, our general take from the club, the club motto is uh, just let people like things. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like, Yeah, and as long cares? as you're a nice person. Like, it's not as though Scene Queen doesn't have an audience. So... Like the idea that you would come out and say, I don't like this music is trying to get some attention on yourself for the purpose of uh, uh, hating on something. Which it's very like pitchfork coded. It's like fucking dickhole on the Internet. Coded. <laughs> it's like I said pitchfork coded yeah, for a reason. <laughs> like you're being confrontational for points. And that's not I, I don't think that's cool. I And I say this is somebody who scene queen is not for like I don't love scene queen but certainly uh i don't think it's necessary to shit on people who do or anything like that on the internet um so i'm a little bit against what uh this tweet is about but a lot of people were we're talking about it there was a lot of conversation about it and uh you know let scene queen do scene queen uh i feel bad that scene queen did respond and delete her tweet 
Um, yeah, I have no idea what happened with that because I know everything just kind of. The ended internet up is a hard place devolving. for a woman to to say anything. Um, and and if you're a if you're a woman on the internet and you post in response to people shitting on you, you are already being shit on. People are just gonna go look at them. They're they're oh they're defending themselves. Let's keep on keeping. Let's keep making fun of them. And it's like you're not. You're not a good person <laughs> if you do that. Yeah. I mean, as somebody who does like seeing Queen and who's seen her a couple of times, I can understand there's like different prefaces and nuances that people do have problems with concerning either whoever she's, what label she's on or whoever she's worked with, whatever it comes down to, because there's been so many different things that have come up. And I can understand those things. But at the core of it, this all spawned basically almost out of misogyny because of the like her lyrical content is pretty much saying like I like to have sex and that's cool and like that that's pretty much a lot of it um there is a little bit of confrontation in her lyrics too she has a song called 18 plus that is a little bit like a quote-unquote call out song even though she quote-unquote doesn't call anyone out right and so a lot of people also jumped on the bandwagon of like she has this call out song but then she it's twitter so they're like this person is a bad person and she tours with them. So therefore she's a bad person. And it's like, okay, you guys don't understand any. Okay. Good. Moving on. You guys are children. Um, a lot of jumping on for that too. A lot of additional piling on of that. I think I, I, I mean, I do think it comes down to being a woman, being a woman who's outward right. about, you know, I'm a woman and I'm doing these things and, you know, people have always shit talked me for this. And now it's like, yeah, this is why <laughs> everyone's like, oh, now we have another reason to jump on. And it's like, you guys aren't actually solving anything. This really just comes down to, I don't like this music. Therefore, no one should like it and no one should have to hear it. Right. You're saying like, I don't like this. This is bad. It's cringy or because it, I don't know if it fully started on TikTok, but I know a lot of the popularity came from TikTok. Yes. And grew from it. So there are a lot of people like, this is just a TikTok artist. And it's like, okay, yes. Like, in a way, that is correct. 100%. But at the same time, you're making music that, one, it does sell. Does, it, it's, it sells. Rock Sound doesn't put them on yeah. if they're not making some money. Like, the, you can love them all you want. But also, like, you're you're hitching your, your cart to a... You know, something that's moving already. You're not right. You're something not, that's like that makes sense for you. Yeah, to cover. you're not trying to break them out in your magazine. You're like, they already broke out. That's why we're having them in the magazine. Right, and also like that's it, that's media. That's some journalism. Like that's a whole other conversation. But Lizzie really wants to have that conversation. I do. Right now. That's a whole other <laughs> we're conversation. Not doing that. No, we're not. Um, <laughs> but when it comes to just basically like Sing Queen and like what she does do for me. It's pretty comparable. Like, I love Hollywood Undead. Like, Swan Song is great. But if you listen to that earlier stuff, and even some of their stuff now, it's not as raunchy as it was when they first came out. It's pretty comparable. It's just her yeah. songs are short, are shorter. A woman is singing them. And if anything, I feel like they're both equally explicit in yeah. what they're talking about. Now, I will say, when I've been to her, each of her shows, and I've been to so many shows. Like, I mean, I've been to three shows this week alone, okay? <laughs> but... <laughs> When I was at both of her shows, it was, like, such, like, a safer environment where I didn't feel like I had to, like, fight. Not, like, fight for my life if I'm in the pit. Uh, you, you know, if you're in a pit, sometimes you do have to. But I didn't feel like I had to fight for a place to, like, stand there. I didn't have to fight in a place to, like, if I had to go to the bathroom and come back. And I know there's, like, concert etiquette and all those other things like that, too. Trust me, I've been to so many shows, but... 
there, especially the one at Bottom Lounge recently that I was at, it was just a very like wholesome vibe. Like everybody was there, everyone was cool. Um, I mean, everybody was very inclusive. I will say I saw very minimal men. Everybody was um, basically a woman or non-binary for the most part. There is very little male presence there. So unless, you know, they were working at Bottom Lounge. <laughs> but it felt like a very safe space. So I, I feel like that's also some, she that's also something she's tweeted about. Like, oh, I don't have to say here's the, a girl's only pit because we don't really need to worry about that in my shows. And I'm like, that's such like a unique situation. And obviously that was a whole nother discourse two months and months ago about all girl pits and everything like that, which got a little silly too, but. I feel like she creates a space for people that is still very niche, but I think is also very needed. And I don't think a lot of people in the general alternative rock community, because a majority of them are men, don't really see that. So, like what you like. Now, that was one moment this this past few weeks where that came up uh the other one <laughs> it's like one right after the other yeah was this this tweet uh by tx2 um now again this music is not for me <laughs> like <laughs> i don't like this and that's okay that i don't like this that this isn't for me uh let's just take a quick listen here i have audio and i don't damn pause Muted. Yeah. There we go. Uh, let's just take a quick listen to this. What if ACDC made music for emo kids today? It would probably sound like this. I've been a sex addict since 17, and I don't plan on changing soon. I'll plant my seed and then extend 23 older. in this room. Okay, I'm, that's I'm, enough. I'm, um, I'm glad that he says at least 23 or older. I'm not glad about uh, anything that he says in this. <laughs> now, now. I'm not glad. There's nothing in this that I'm glad about. Now, again, I'm saying all this as like, this is not for me. This is not music that uh, appeals to me. This is not music that I would listen to. And that's okay. That That's fine. It doesn't need to be. And I'm not saying that anyone who does listen to it or anyone who is of the audience, anyone that he is making this music for, shouldn't like it. Go ahead. It, do it takes nothing away. And I'm not somebody who's going to go on Twitter and go, ah, this sucks because I don't need the points of talking shit about something or talking down about something. I don't, I don't need that. Like you can, you can just do your own thing. Um, I will also say there are other bands that I like that probably other people don't like, and that's also okay. And we all can find our own scene. We can all find our own space in this and, and move on. Um, I think that's all I have to say. That's about. all you got to say. That's fair. I mean, like, again, this guy, TikTok. Like, mm. we find this guy on TikTok. He's also on Hopeless. Clearly, I mean. Delete that. <laughs> Cut that out. But also, you see in, like, this tweet, when any social media manager, any marketing person at all would know that you need to have something that catches somebody's attention to make them want to look at whatever it's really you just posted. yeah that's all it is and if it is this the new acdc 2023 i saw it and i was confused because i'm like who listens to acdc no i don't listen to acdc either it's not for me lizzie <laughs> you know music exists before <laughs> Before whatever the oldest year is you listen to. There is music before that. I'm aware. 
And we can, you can like what you like, and you don't have to like everything. That doesn't mean that the music is bad. It just means that it's not for you because all art has to exist because you gotta have you gotta have the bad to have the good. That's not what that is. It's not what that is. Lizzie has. This is the first time that Lizzie has experienced a man explaining something. Anyway, it's it's marketing. It, it's fine. Yeah, it's not. I mean, if you listen to it, I heard it. I was it's not like, supposed to be good. It, it sounds like it would play on like Octane because of like the heavier riffs. I think that there was another song that he was teasing. It, I don't think it was this song, or maybe it was like a, a different part in the song. I don't remember. But it sounded like okay. I could see this like being on like octane under like the hard rock category, and I could see the shift because that shift has been happening in the last like year and a half with like mu- music and like the popularity of it. So that makes sense. That's a strategic business move. Yeah. But I mean, if anybody saw that, which of course a lot of people do, especially people who are like, I know music better than anyone, they're like, this is an ACDC. This is tra-, you know people going on like that. I mean, that's why. Right. Right. I mean, it's attention getting because, you know, all publicity is good publicity at the end of the day. That is literally the point. Um, The more that you talk about something you don't like, the more likely it is that people will see it and they might be interested in it. So you're not doing the thing that you want to do. You're doing the opposite of the thing that you want to accomplish. So um, consider uh, making Twitter uh, a more positive space by uh, shutting the fuck up. Which is free, by the way. It is, it is free to shut the fuck up. You know what you can also do is just text your GC. You, if you are talking shit on Twitter, you might not have a group chat. <laughs> you might not have a group chat to text it to. Maybe you need multiple group chats. You Maybe can have multiple. You group need to chats. find it's people okay. you can have for a group chat and stop talking shit about everything. Um, which is okay to do. It's okay to shut the fuck up. Um, yeah. So here at Emo Social Club, we say like what you like. Don't like what you don't like and uh, just be more, be more positive and just be like, yeah, I'm not into this moving on. It's not all about internet points, man. You kind of, sometimes you sound like a dick. So yeah, you don't always have to just have your two cents put into whatever discourse is on Twitter Mm -hmm. because I'm going to bet you the same discourse is going to come back around another like month and a half. Here's us putting in our two cents of something we saw on Twitter. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening, guys. And just remember, if you like what you heard, make sure you drop us a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. And also leave us a little comment if you enjoyed the episode enough to like tell us with words over on Apple Music. And also to make sure just follow us on all of our socials. Next year is something that we're trying to plan out a lot more. More in-person ESC events and also just trying to level up a little bit. So you don't want to miss it because we got a lot going on in our our dumb little brains. (laughs) Until then, I've been Lizzie and Brian is, I don't know, hopefully editing this episode for the video content version of it. We'll see you later. Bye. I wasn't recording, so. Damn. Lost archives. We're not archiving. We're archiving that for sure. <laughs> Archive means delete and trash and garbage and That's throw away That's exactly forever. what it means. It's not what it means. <laughs>